Welcome back to another episode of Find Your Way with your host, Q-Chan. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about how resilience matter and also how nowadays people have very little tolerance for disappointment. What's up with that? So grab a cup of coffee and enjoy. Let's go. Hello and welcome back. I am so excited because this time, guess where I'm at? I am in Mexico. So honestly, it has been quite quite an experience last year you know last time i came to mexico it was like seven years before uh, last year and when i came yeah there was a lot of reverse cultural shocks so many like from the driving experience like how people you know line up uh even in like just the airplane lands and as soon as it lands you know as people just taking taking off their seat belts standing up and grabbing their luggage it's crazy but <laughs> it is also like really nice to be here be with my family actually today is my sister's birthday so happy birthday and four days ago is my mother's birthday so i am here in a really really nice time of the year so uh for this episode I've been reading a lot, and I think a lot of you know this person or this professor, Brene Brown. She's very, very famous. And I'm reading a book of hers right now. It is really interesting. And I think that the next few episodes are going to be regarding some parts of her book. The reason why I want to do this is because it has kind of in a very interesting way opened my eyes as well not only in regards education but also in regards of how i see other people how i see my students how i see even my family and even my own self okay so we're going to be touching on the idea that nowadays people have very little very very little tolerance for disappointment as highlighted by the researcher and author Brene Brown. So additionally, we will be discussing how the power of connection can help us navigate and grow through disappointments. Okay, so let's go. I hope you enjoy it because I really enjoyed doing the research for this one. So Brene Brown is the person who talked about vulnerability and she became this huge thing after that TED Talk. Then she did another TED Talk talking about how that one vulnerability it is connected to all of these other new things that she has been researching about. But Renee Brown suggests that in our fast-paced and achievement-driven society, people have become increasingly afraid of disappointment. And yeah, we tend to avoid situations that might lead to failure setbacks or rejection as we fear the emo emotional discomfort that comes with these experiences so the avoidance is basically limiting our growth creativity and at the same time the potential to live wholeheartedly something very interesting is is something that is happening for example with my dad and i will be also talking about some of the things that she mentions in her book. And this is not for this episode, but for future episodes. My dad right now, he's retired and he's having a little bit of a hard time um, thinking about what to do. And the thing is because he wants clear, achievable objectives. You know, and when you have those 
objectives, of course, you're going to be working towards them. However, when I see my mom, when I see my sister, and when I see myself, we go more for how we feel about a certain project. So, for example, we encounter something like uh, my mom and I were very similar. We like psychology. We, we love what well, not like we love psychology. We love education. So if we see something, a, a new topic regarding education or psychology, we don't really think about it. We just like, hey, let's go. Let's do it. You know, and so it's like basically every single time that I talk, you know, I call back home. I'm usually talking to my dad because my mom is usually I'm taking a course or I'm doing this or I'm in a group or whatever, you know, every single time. So this is just interesting. And I, I do agree. A lot of people avoid situations that might lead to failure. And this is connected to the classroom as well. Like in every classroom, you have, you know, the clown, you have like the the almost ADHD boy, you know, highly active and always raising their hand. And you have the, 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 the quiet ones, you know, the ones that they don't want to take a risk they don't want to be bold and this might be because you know they're afraid to fail and even though as teachers and even caregivers and parents say it's okay you can make mistakes they don't feel as if they are in an environment or they don't understand how to do it because they don't have the skill to do it so um let's try and share some research that supports the idea of reduced tolerance for disappointment in modern society. So a study published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology by Segler, and, uh, Segler Hill and colleagues uh, back in 2017 found that individuals with low tolerance for negative emotions, including disappointment, tend to avoid risks and challenges leading to missed opportunities for personal and professional growth. To be honest, I've met several people who have had the opportunity to do something great, but they don't do it because they don't have clear and concise goals. And what ends up happening is they came up with this huge opportunity, but they're too scared to do something or they're too scared to take a step forward and what ends up happening is they stay where they are and i don't mean that this is a, a negative thing you know like that there's a reason why they call it the bubble the comfort bubble because you feel comfortable and there's nothing wrong with feeling comfortable you know we all have different personalities me i'm always moving it is very hard for me to stay put but that doesn't mean that you know what i'm doing is correct it doesn't mean that is the way to go you know, sometimes I wish I could slow down a little bit. But at the same time, hey, this is who I am and it's okay. But I would love for people that have opportunities to be to grow, to be better at what they do, uh, to take that risk instead of thinking about what are the all the negative outcomes if you were to take that step forward. Another research paper by Goldwitzer in Otigen, again, one more time, if I'm mispronouncing these names, I apologize for that. But this was in 2019 in the journal Trends in Cognitive Sciences highlighted that fear of disappointment can prevent people from pursuing their goals and aspirations, hindering their overall well-being and life satisfaction. And the thing is, 
there's a lot of people who spend a lot of time thinking before taking action. And while it is great to be able to sit down and set those smart goals, at the same time, just because you set some objectives, just because you set some goals, it doesn't mean that you're going to reach them. And sometimes for people, I'd say like me, setting goals or setting um, objectives, it actually hinders my progress because I become overly stressed if I'm unable to reach a certain goal by a certain time. And I've said this before in different podcasts back in season one. I never, never trained for a sub three marathon. I never trained for a sub 250 marathon. You know, like all I do is jog and enjoy my runs. And I think it's like I had zero, zero pressure every time I was there at the starting line and they just, you know, shut the gun, boom, and you start running. And I'm not saying that this is the way to go. I'm just saying it has worked for me. You have less pressure. And I'm not saying it's like, oh, in the middle of the race, I'm just going to give up if if I'm not running a a good race. No, I'm just going to keep on going and see how it ends. And the thing is, it's been going well. I feel that these two studies, uh, it's it's clear that this fear of disappointment can hold us back in many aspects of our lives. How can the power of connection help us cope with and grow through disappointment. I would like for you to take just a few seconds. Uh, I'm not going to say anything. Just take a five seconds and think about a time in your life in which you had an opportunity or you wanted to do something, but the fear of failure or the fear of disappointment, that you're going to disappoint someone or that you're going to be judged, you know, blocked you from actually pursuing that. Take just five seconds to think about it or maybe pause the podcast um, because I think it's very important that we become self-aware of the things that we've done in the past. Okay, so moving on. Uh, We are going to be talking about, like I said, this season is all about connection. And connection is a powerful, powerful tool that can help us navigate disappointment in several ways. First, for example, having a support system of caring and empathetic individuals can provide us with emotional validation and encouragement during tough times. So knowing that we are not alone in our struggles can be incredibly comforting. But at the same time, this is something that I realize every time I talk to someone new and I don't know if it's something <laughs> I don't know if it's something good. So, uh, sometimes you are going through a struggle and you call a friend or you're talking with your, you know, someone in your family and you say, hey, I feel a little bit disappointed because of this. I am a little bit down because of this. What ends up happening is the person in front of you, the listener, is not practicing active listening. So what ends up happening is you get a lot of unwanted advice where the only thing that you're looking for is to be heard. So to all listeners, if you're getting a friend or a fami- uh, someone in your family is coming to talk to you, just be there and be quiet. Be in silence. 
listen to the person's struggle. It the first thing that you that that it just automatically comes from us is that we want to help that person. We want to support that person. We want to um, advise that person. But that person doesn't want any advice. So let's keep this as a rule of thumb: is don't give advice when you're not being asked for advice. Don't share a personal story because your story, even though it's similar to that other person, the feeling is massively different because this is something that we cannot measure. Okay, so I just this is just an advice that I'm giving to all of you listeners out there. So a research by Cassio Poe and Hockley back in 2018 in the Annual Review of Psychology has shown that social connections positively impact emotional regulation, making it easier for us to manage negative emotions like disappointment. And yeah, it, it is uh, that our social connect, connections act as a buffer against the effects of disappointment. So let's try and elaborate on other ways that connection plays a role in resilience. So building strong connections with others fosters a sense of belonging and acceptance. These feelings are vital in building resilience because they create a safe space for us to express our disappointment and vulnerabilities without the fear of judgment. And that's the thing, like that this is the reason why we need to practice ap- active listening. People privately do things that for you are gonna be crazy. But at the same time, you also do things privately that is going to there they might be crazy for others. The thing is we just have to listen with an open heart without judging. I want to share something from uh Brene Brown's book that talks about Uh, a little bit about tolerance. So this part says, as a college professor and researcher, I spend a significant amount of time with teachers and school administrators. Uh, Over the past two years, I've become increasingly concerned that we're raising children who have little tolerance for disappointment and that some who come from various forms of privilege, including race and class, have a a strong sense of entitlement. Entitlement is very different than agency. Entitlement is, I deserve this just because I want it. And agency is, I know I can do this. The combination of fear of disappointment, entitlement, and performance pressure is a recipe for hopelessness and self-doubt. Wow, I strongly, strongly agree with this. I have the privilege to be working at an international school. I have met lots of children who come from various privileged backgrounds. And yes, the sense of entitlement is huge. If they worked, say, for a week, three hours a day for a test or for a presentation and things didn't go their way, It's insane the amount of, you know, depressed feelings, negative feelings, the anger that goes behind this. You know, they think that just because they worked hard for a week, they deserved all of these other things. It is very concerning. But at the same time, it is very eye-opening. A study conducted by Rudder in 2012 published in the journal 
development in psychopathology revealed that children who had nurturing and supported relationship with their caregivers showed greater resilience in the face of adversity and disappointment later in life. So this is the important thing. You know, connect this last study by Rudder in 2012 and what I just read from Brene Brown's books. The reason why they become this, I deserve this because I want it kind of attitude is because of how we are raising them. Also at our schools, uh, our caregivers, the way that we're talking to them. They're Nowadays, they're not really working hard towards something. They're just getting it because it's either their birthday or they self-identify as something uh, we all believe now, I would say more so in Western societies, that your child has a s- special something. I know a lot of you caregivers out there believe that your child is special in a, in a certain way. Yes, I'm not saying that they're not. We're all special. Your child's special. But they're not the genius that you think it might be. I'm sorry for breaking it down for you. Yes, they're good at what they do. I'm not saying that they're they're bad. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is they're all beautiful in their own individual way and we have to accept them in their own individual way. So if they're not good at a certain something, that doesn't mean that they're bad. That just means that they need to work a little bit harder. The thing is when they work a little bit hard, they believe that they are entitled to our reward and we also do that they never work hard but then they work hard for two three days and we reward them with ice cream with a trip to a you know uh, an amusement park or we treat them for a video game they don't really work hard for these stuff they're they are they, they should be doing these things but they don't do it so we have to come down to those kind of uh, systems in which we give them a reward for a for unexpected behavior. I feel that this is uh, fascinating, you know, how our early experience experiences of connection can shape our ability to handle disappointment in the future. So that's why it is, it is crucial that we raise our children in a way that they are developing the skills, the skills to be able to handle disappointment, to be able to handle failure, to be able to handle all the things that are not going to go their way because there are so many things in life that are not going to go their way and they should be ready and they shouldn't be expecting that just because they are there or just because they want it, they should get it. This is something very, very important. Um, Let's remember... That seeking connection with supportive individual, uh, whether it's a friend, family, or mentors, can provide us with the comfort and strength we need to navigate disappointments and emerge stronger on the other side. I am so excited uh, for about this topic. We'll be talking about it, of course, in the next episode as well. I'm going to be using some of Brene Brown's uh, topics from her book. Uh, I will be adding the name of the book on the comment on the title section. So please uh, look uh, if you are interested in her book, please go and buy it. I really, really recommend it. I really, really recommend it. I think it's been very enlightening, at least 
at least it has been for me as a as a teacher. So I hope out there for you listeners, uh, you found this uh, valuable in your life. So thank you so much for this. I am so excited. This was Find Your Way with your host Q-Chan and see you next time. Hello, on next episode, we're going to be talking about how our expectations can be a little bit detrimental for our daily lives. So, hope you enjoy and listen to a little bit of this song because I really dig the beat. So, so good. See you next time.